house for John Wick 4. That's right. We are on to John Wick Chapter 4. We have never done a John Wick movie on here because no one wanted to do them with me for a long time. <laughs> Jess and uh, Nicole because of no interest. And well, okay, because she does not want to anything to do with the, the, the inciting incident for the John Wick series the, the, involving a dog. She does not want that. This is true. I'm shocked that I embarked on John Wick 4. Barked with a bark. <laughs> Woof. Uh, John Wick 4. <laughs> so what's going on here? John Wick uh, uncovers a path to defeating the high table and earning his freedom. Wick must face off against a new enemy with powerful alliances across the globe and forces that turn old friends into foes. This mm-hmm. has a 94 on Rotten Tomatoes with a 93 with the audience, 8.2 on IMDb, and 78 Metacritic. Those are some high scores, some ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. They also have That's big uh, box office numbers. 100 million budget with 350 and change at the box office yeah. right now, which is pretty solid for an R-rated movie. Uh, yeah, it's the yeah. fourth in the series, and it's already made the most money, and we'll talk about uh, the series going forward because there are pathways and also spoilers there so if you haven't seen john wick chapter four it's in theaters now not streaming anywhere so that's your only choice uh theaters and uh, we are going to spoil john wick chapter four now so mm-hmm. before we go through you hadn't seen the movies but okay did you un- did you know anything about john wick's world what he does and anything about anything you know i've only seen like snippets here and there on regular tv and the only thing i really knew about it outside of the dog situation was um, that he was getting vengeance because that's where these movies always live in vengeance world. Mm -hmm. And that there was a hotel. That's pretty much it. I didn't understand what the hotel was. So, so uh, this will be totally blank. And Yeah, yeah, it'll be good hearing what you not hearing. Not hearing you, you having not seen the other three. If you were able to understand anything that was going on here, so we'll we'll see. Yeah, I have uh, questions. New York City is where we start, and John Wick prepares to exact his revenge against the High Table, the big bads of the series. Uh, and he's training with the Bowery King, that's uh, the, an old friend of his. And uh, he travels to Morocco to kill the Elder, the one who sits above the table. Uh, and uh, he kills him. But in response to this, the table sends Marquis Vincent de Grammont, uh, who is a high-ranking <laughs> member of the high table, and uh, he is ordered to shut down the New York Continental, which is run by Winston. That's Ian McShane. And uh, because he helps John Wick, who was excommunicado, so you're not supposed to help John Wick when he's excommunicado. And so uh, the Vincent de Grammont destroys uh, the, the New York Continental Hotel, and uh, kills Chiron, the the concierge, uh, played by the, the late the late Lance Reddick. I didn't know he was going to die in this movie, and then also die in sad, real life man. afterwards. Yeah, very sad. But um, at least he was given a, a, a noble, vengeful death. Um, so, yes. so this is where things are happening at, at this point. John Wick's being pursued by new French Bill Skarsgård villain, uh, and oh, is, the, he's a new guy. He's a new guy, yeah. He's okay. Bill Skarsgård's a new guy. Uh, Winston okay. and Bowery King are, are old old frenemies, right? Um, so they got them there, and uh, then we got Kane who comes in. Kane is a new character played by Donnie Yen, 
and he is a blind former assassin who's got this daughter locked up by High Table, and High Table's like, you gotta kill John Wick if you want to see your daughter. Classic High Table moves. And so for three hours almost, John Wick fights everybody with, you know, <laughs> six to twelve other characters bouncing around. And that's John Wick Chapter 4. Uh, okay, what did you think of this film? This yeah, cinema? good synopsis. I don't, what do we talk about? Um, that's very interesting that some of these characters are new. They felt like they were established characters, I guess, because you know people in this universe that are already like them, like the Bill Skarsgård character, the Marquis. Um, did everyone feel s- like an old an old character? Did everyone feel lived in? Um, pretty much, I think. Think. Um, That's impressive. Yeah, everybody sort of felt like an old character. I, I'm not sure about the guy with the dog. Oh yeah, Mr. He Nobody. sort of came in somewhere. I, it felt like he was just he was kind of there just as a extra mercenary. <laughs> like they need think, more I, of these people. I think Winston. <laughs> I think Winston and the Bowery King are the only returning characters. Oh, there's other like yeah. There's other like things in here that come back and like care. I like I think the yeah. one when we get to the Russian stuff. I think some of those characters are supposed to be like nods to earlier characters, but I don't think they're literally okay. any of the old characters. But yeah, only- okay, because all the relationships seem established. Like uh, yeah, when you very say live, a very lived in universe. Yeah, and when you say frenemies, I mean that's what everybody is. It seems like everybody's your friend until somebody takes out a or the table or whatever takes out a uh hit on you and then now all of a sudden you're enemies, which kept sort of happening back and forth a lot. Only on John Wick pretty much <laughs> through the, <laughs> through the movie. So, I mean, he's uh the the table apparently doesn't like him. I I don't really understand what is the table and people this guy that he killed in the beginning, you said he was above the table. What does that mean? That was he was an elder who was known as the one who sits above the table. He's just more So you don't know what that means either. Not really. I mean, the table <laughs> is a shadow organization of people running things. There's no I don't know what they do. Like I don't know if the, what their what their business is, what their goods or services they they provide are exactly. Right, and they're not they're not bound by country, so they're not they're like the CIA or the KGB, but they're not that. Um, yeah, they're like a they, shadow a shadow government kind of thing. shadow shadow company. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they sure do make a fucking mess everywhere they go. So <laughs> feels like feels like their shadowness is not going to be tolerated by. I mean, there are no government entities in this, so I get the feeling that it's it feels the movie itself feels a little surreal and that it doesn't exist, you know, in the real world. Um, like maybe yeah. there isn't government. There aren't governments to govern people. I mean, it's not wild, wild west everywhere. Everyone else seems to, everyone else you sort of see, which is not a lot of people, they seem to conform to regular standards that we would have in our society today. But all the characters in the movie do not. They're all in the earlier movies. Part of it this. would make you you would believe to yourself that hit manning is just like the every what everyone is and can do at all times. Like in the other ones, there are like. Like, uh, a woman will be walking down the street with a baby carriage, and then the, a guy will pop out of the baby carriage with a gun. Like, the, the, <laughs> there's, <Okay>. there's <laughs> the whole the whole universe is built on everyone is 
a it's like a it's like a twelve year old's uh, daydream like kind of thing. <laughs> Fever dream. <laughs> yeah, he's he's they're looking at the at the window hasn't been interrupted. His daydream hasn't been interrupted for like twenty minutes, so the world's really built out now, and every right. everyone's just an assassin, <laughs> a different cool assassin, but like for some reason commerce works. That's just that's the kind of world this is. A different cool assassin, and the thing is, is that they're. I mean, a lot. The first part of this takes place. Outside of what takes place in the um, in um, the desert is you know takes place in Asia, so there's this there's a heavy emphasis on swords and um, um, arrow bows and arrows for some reason. Uh, not the most effective way to fight uh, guns. No, yeah, a lot more effective. A lot more swords and bows and arrows than in the prior ones. I mean, there's always been melee weapons. The pencil is iconic, but um, yeah, this is more kung fu. Yeah. Typically. Yeah, and the, and I didn't understand in the beginning because they didn't tell me that everybody's outfits were um, like Kevlar. So I didn't understand. People were getting shot point blank <laughs> oh. range, and I'm <laughs> like, Kevlar why? <laughs> what is happening? And uh, and then when when later on in the movie when John Wick gets a uh, you know his own Kevlar suit, then I'm like, okay, I guess I understand. And why he keeps like putting his hand in front of his face. He's not really doing that. He's pulling his jacket up so that he doesn't yeah. get shot in the face or knifed in the face or sorted or arrowed or whatever in the face. Um so yeah, yeah I mean of- I feel like I entered this world pretty easily. I, I was very concerned honestly that I wasn't gonna have background and then you were I, able to was, accept the circumstances you were given? I was. I, I felt bummed that there were probably things that I didn't catch because I didn't have background in it. Because I do like, you know, cinematic universes. I like those. And I like Easter eggs and things like that. So I was concerned that, that was gonna, there was going to be more of that than there actually was. This is really just like, let's go to this country and fight the longest fight ever. But wait, there's more. How about if we go here and have a poker game and fight the longest fight? No, no, no. Wait a minute. Hold my beer. Have you seen the Arc de Triomphe? Yeah, we're doing that. And then it's like, well, that's not enough. Let's go up the 222 steps of Montmartre. And then that's your biggest fight ever. So it was just one big, long fight after another. And I'm going to stop talking there. Let you talk a little. Uh, so this is how I I only saw the third John Wick in theaters because I hadn't seen the first two. I was a late convert, I guess, and I caught up with the first two, and they're both fine. Like I, I thought they were both fine. I didn't really love them. They were they were like the first one's very simple, stripped down guys killing. It's it's kind of Fast and Furious syndrome, where like in the first one they're like stealing VCRs, and then in the tenth one <laughs> they're like using magnet ships for the CIA to fight like super governments. So you know you have to. It kind of escalates. This this one, it's a, a, guy, a bunch of John Wick's wife dies, leaves him his dog, and uh, leaves him this dog. And then one day he's like coming home, and the guys are like, hey, "I want to buy your car," and he's like, "It's not for sale." And then they <laughs> rob <laughs> him and murder sale. his dog and take his steal his car. And then the whole first movie is just revenge on that. And then the second right. one, you open it up a little bit, you introduce the table in that one, and you do you have a couple other characters. I think that's the Willem Dafoe one. And then the third one is where you blow it open, and that's and that's where you are in the continental a lot more. Like there's more Hitman world. I think the third one's where they really like find their stride and be like, this is like a this isn't just 
guys are after this old badass hitman. The whole universe is nothing but hitmen, and every 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 job <laughs> is a hitman. All after him, yeah, or, yeah, or like everyone's either hitman or associated with hitman, and everyone has a phone that goes off at the exact same time saying John Wick twenty million dollars, <laughs> go get him. Like everyone on the planet, and the, and, right. the, and they just like ball to the wall, go for it, and they just it's as much of my Top Gun thing. It doesn't. It, they need to just execute the perfect action and this is the franchise that executes the perfect action and number four now that we're here this is this was my favorite one by far i've already seen this twice i can't wait to go back again while it's still in theaters it's awesome i love this movie so much <laughs> it was it's, the, it's my favorite kind of one. movie that's kind of crazy no, it's not. The first three, I, I like this fourth one mo- so much more than the other three, and I still haven't really figured out why. I think the the the, the fight sequences have just reached yeah. that level. The new characters we introduced, because we've had other of these campy, like, one-note characters. I said the Willem Dafoe character. Uh, Halle Berry was in the last one. Uh, like, this, they, they have these, like, silly, like, and that's what everyone else in this movie is. Everyone's playing it so over-the-top. Ian McShane and, and uh, and um, what's his name? Uh, Morbius, not Morbius. Yeah, Morbius. Oh, Lawrence uh, Fishburne. Yeah, I talk about Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, uh, I just like how they're they're hamming it up and like they like they are they playing it so big and over the top and like silly. And then John Wick is Keanu Reeves, who is not a good like <laughs> actory actor. And so, every- I beg to differ with that. No, he's so bad. Him- he's so listen he's to so me. Bad. Hear me out. Everyone gives him shit for being a bad actor. I just think he's a really bad action actor. Like, no, he's this is, terrible. No, he's a great I, I action think he's, star. I, no, I know, but it is unnerving sometimes because uh, out of the, I forgot how many words he speaks, but it's like three hundred and something, I believe, in this movie. Uh, the least he says that many words. I'm shocked has ever spoken. Well, most of them. They said most of them are. Yeah. That's, no, that's his catchphrase. The words. It, yeah. it is his catchphrase so, in this movie. So, yeah. Yeah. May, maybe, maybe, maybe not. You know, um, I think that when he speaks all the words that he speaks in this movie, it takes me out every time because I'm like, I would be more happy with a completely m- mute John Wick. He would to hear that. His 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 lines just sound ter- like because he sounds like he still sounds like uh, Bill and Ted sometimes when he talks. Sometimes, yeah. If yeah, he has so more than two or three words in a row, he definitely sounds like Bill. Like he's gonna the next one out of his mouth is gonna be whoa. You know? Exactly. Yeah, he has. It's a, he when he goes to Winston after the guy, his concierge of four films or whatever has died, and like a beloved character who's that's Lance Reddick's actually was one of the few returning characters, and he mm-hmm. has to be like, "I'm sorry for your loss," and then <laughs> she, and then <laughs> and then Ian McShane has to like look at him like, "Oh my god, uh, yes, yeah, like <laughs> like." <laughs> that's why it's just like feels like the fucking around Lawrence Fishburne who's been just like Keanu's buddy since the Matrix and now he just brings him on whenever whenever he's got a chance to and that's it, I like that you you feel that energy coming uh, coming through um, yeah the fights are so good they're just so wonderful they're and I I my favorite is the which apparently I learned before this was the chosen nap time for you is the nightclub. <laughs> 
the nightclub <laughs> poker scene with the big dude who with the, the big bald dude who he fights. It's like that's my that's like the perfect why John Wick works so well. If you do start of that scene to the end, I'm like that's that's 15 minutes is why this is the best and why it works so well. And you, I don't feel like I really missed anything though. I felt like the missed. other fights were so good that I don't know that that one could have uh, could have topped it. I might have, you know. I did have to watch a couple it was of my fairly favorite. long fight scenes, and I was a little tired by that point, so I had to nod off just a little bit. But apparently, I missed that whole that whole scene. So yeah, you don't yeah. you didn't know who the big bald dude was at all. And I'm like, <laughs> and no he was idea. in a whole <laughs> at least fifteen minute chunk of the movie, and it's like they're in. It's like my favorite like like twelve year old boy fantasy sequence where like it's like a pulsating <laughs> nightclub. There's a bunch of water features falling down, and like thousands of people are dancing all around, and like club lights and. Ian, I don't know why I said Ian. John Wick is making his way through the crowd with this gun drawn. There's a lot of slow mo and a lot of like like heavy techno, and the big guys running through. And sometimes he's afraid and he's running away from John Wick, but then sometimes he's big and posing and he throws John Wick around and smashes him on poles. And then and then they're fighting in the water and the dancers are flying everywhere. And oh, it's so good. It's just like so like visually <laughs> stimulating. And that's after the really tense poker hand, which is super over the top and dumb and silly. Oh, it's just wonderful. It's just wonderful. <laughs> yeah. I missed all of that. I think it was too actiony for me. Sometimes too much action. I, my, my brain overheats, can't handle it. Got to take a little nap, but I still, I don't feel like I missed. I don't feel like I missed a whole lot. I did come to at the end of that, where there was uh, this realization that he was going to have to join, rejoin a Russian something or another to, be able to continue on his path of yeah so the whole the whole actual like literal plot of the movie is everyone's trying to kill john wick still after the after the reason he's excommunicado is what they call it uh which means you are no longer a hit person and you cannot use any of like the continental resources uh yeah why can't everyone just leave him alone because in the end of the second one he killed somebody on continental grounds and that's a no-no Okay. Yeah, but then in this yeah. movie they kill like a whole continental. Actually, they kill two whole continentals. So, I guess you mean like the hotel? The is that what you mean? Yeah, like you you can't and conduct then the place business in Japan. You, yeah, exactly. The place uh, that was continental in Osaka. Osaka. Yeah, yeah. It's like a chain, you know, a, a chain of hitman hotels. <laughs> because <everything laughs> no one wants in the to universe... stay at your comfort inn, buddy. I mean, because that's not comfortable at all. But you notice, like, whenever they walk into, like, a building, there's someone there to collect all their firearms, like, every time they walk in the door anywhere, because, like, that's, because that's just the world they live in. It's just constant, constant hitman attacks. Uh, yeah, that's, the, no, the, the Russian family was in another one. He, that, they gave him some vague backstory of how he was, like, trained there, and I think Angelica Houston's in one of them, and she's, like, part of that mm. organization. I don't know, she might be dead mm. now, I don't remember, but, um, yeah. I know he, that the it, girl that was there this time was from Harry Potter. Yeah, I rec- uh, Tonks, I recognize her. <laughs> She's Black Mirror, too. And um, about a boy. She was in About a Boy. Oh, yeah, she was. Um, yeah, this, the, the, the conceit of the movie is Bill Skarsgård represents the table in this one, and they any means necessary kill John Wick. And then Ian McShane's like, oh, John, you know, if you challenge him to a to a duel, like in the olden days, then he'll have to accept. Right. And he's like, oh, I th- 
That's another John Wick line. Or Keanu line. Why didn't somebody tell me this in John Wick 1? I thought that was a myth. Like, they literally, like, there must be a word count on, like, he can't say over ten words in a row in, like, one scene, or it will break, it'll it'll break the suspension of disbelief. Um, The longest line he says is when he's talking to, is he talking to Kane when they're fighting in that first sequence, or the second sequence, I forget what it is, and he says... We're we're not we know that we're not the good guys anymore or that we you know the good life has already passed us we're in the bad life now or something it's yeah. like the longest thing he has to say the whole movie back and forth in the middle of a fight um, yeah and and so, so Bill Skarsgård has to kill him because because high table and then John Wick uh, uh he he can win in a duel but he needs to be represented by a family member and that's why he has to go kill big guy with the gold teeth is because. The fam- the the Russian family will like rehab him back in if he goes and takes care of some business, kind of like Mandalorian style. Or like, oh, you want this thing? Well, you go on the side quest for us first, and then we'll give you the thing. So, right. not not yeah, because family plot. always makes you do things, you know, in order to get something. Yeah, it's <laughs> you know, at one point that did you see when they captured him and they had him hanging, and he said, "We have a common enemy." Oh no, I don't think I saw that either. Yeah. <laughs> It was not good. Um, so then, uh, so that's the reason he has to he has to get that, and so he can duel Bill Skarsgård at the end, and then Bill Skarsgård's a Freddy cat, so he goes the totally. Warriors. You've seen the Warriors, right? From the the 70s. I love the Warriors. Yes, the end what is the Warriors. Else? It's so awesome. The lady it's gets totally on the, that. The lady gets on the the voice comms like, "Oh, you crazy cats! Yes. John Wick's coming to the studio, or whatever she says." And then it's the warrior, right. like gangs of people come after him while she gives yes. announcements over the radio. It's awesome. Yeah, that's exactly what that reminded me of. I was just like, "What? Why do I? This is so visually familiar to me, and I couldn't, I didn't think about the warriors." That's exactly what it is. It's it's got to be like I was waiting for the guy, the can you dig it guy who just like. <laughs> Like it should have been there. It was pure. It was pure it warriors homage. Yeah. Uh, this is just like I say this like I did like for his Top Gun. Like I recognized it on like a level of a moviegoer, and but I didn't quite like love it. Like I just like ah, it's really good action. Like it's super solid. I have no real complaints about it. Whereas this one, it's that same thing. But I love it. I love the like I've I've bought into the world, and I'm I'm part of this. A part of this now. This is I'm super in. <laughs> That's so interesting because I mean the 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 story is really basic and the story is the nice. acting isn't great. The only thing that's really great about this movie is the action sequences. I mean, it's really great. Um, I would argue that the action sequences in Top Gun were also great, not as as prolific. There weren't, you know, he didn't go up against death every second of the movie basically like john wick it's just a different type of action it's uh it's it's a totally different type of action but it's interesting that everything else about this movie is pedunk is is perfunctory and then the action is what does it it also like looks i love how beautiful like yeah you're right i was just gonna say you know what it's really well made I said that's a, like the thing where you're when you say when we were watching a shit a piece of shit rom com and they're like, but it's in an island, so it's got <laughs> nice beaches, so got to give it a point for that. Like this is my version of that, where like 
<laughs> like it's awesome kills, but like also like there's neon lights flashing and there's pulsating like electronic music and everyone's in suits and their suits are bulletproof. Like it's like that's yeah. the kind of cool. That's the kind of like I. That's like my kind of like. That's my pretty. That's my in quotation. That's like bougie cool. You know what I mean? That's. I mean, it's this is rich people's cool. There, nobody else has this kind of stuff. This it's <laughs> there are regular people walking amongst the earth, but not these people. I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe in the real world, but he, like even here, like every every job is an employment related to tending to hit men. <laughs> like I don't think we've we, right. we've seen a, a single profession. The 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 switchboard operator ladies, they're actually from the earlier movies, the the ones who are in like the radio um, tower when like yeah. they that room of women is apparently all over the place just like heavily tatted up like old school but it's but it's like that old school like uh plug-in call board thing that they would use in like the 50s like that gave me uh, some really weird like bizarre wes anderson vibes honestly <laughs> it felt it felt so weirdly contrived but it totally worked in this world blade runnery meets wes anderson <laughs> i think i don't know if john was ever compared to wes anderson I, i'm trying to think of two more different visuals <laughs> visual styles two, two more no, good that's visual, what i'm diff- like different that's what i'm sticking styles. with <laughs> did you have a favorite a- action sequence you said you, you, you were struggling uh we're not sorry just from the length of some of them because they are this is an almost three hour movie it is yeah the fights are long the fights are long but so listen so i think of it as which one I think the first one was interesting and introductive. It took entirely where they're in, like, I don't even know. See, the thing is, is I don't recognize that that place. I don't recognize that venue in Osaka. Like, it's just a room that has a bunch of glass things in it. That That's part of the cool of, like, that's not, it, like, a real yeah. room. But, like, it looks cool to fight in. That's, like, what, like, the kind of thing. That's the same kind of thing in the nightclub. Like, it doesn't make sense there's a thousand people dancing under water fixtures while there's a gunfight and, like, fist fight happening. But no, I, I, I take cool. it. I take it. A, I take it apart that there's all that type of action going on in that space. It's the space I don't care about. Um, I... I, I guess here we are again where it's like, I like things that are identifiable to me. So they go to the Arc de Triomphe and they have this crazy car oh, chase yeah. slash running people over. I, and I thought there's only so many ways you can run someone over. There's only so many ways you can hit them and flip them. And there really is, but I didn't, ne- I never got tired of that sequence. Not one time. I was like, <laughs> no, they're going awesome. with traffic. They're going against traffic. People are getting wrapped around light poles, which I found really funny. Um, I really loved that sequence. But then we got to the 222 stairs and I was like, oh, oh my God. I love oh my the God. stairs. I loved the stairs so much. And I, I loved that at the beginning, you know, John Wick's looking at his watch. He's only got like six minutes left or whatever to get to the top before sunrise. And the look on, at that point, I choose to believe it was Keanu Reeves' face as opposed to John Wick's face was like, oh my God, what, <laughs> why? I mean, there's a funic- funicular that goes up the side that you don't have to take the stairs. <laughs> I don't think it's open at 5.45 in the morning, but maybe, maybe it is. <laughs> like, not, I'm going to get on the train. <laughs> I'm get on the train. Thanks very much. Um yeah, that was great. I would put those two on the same on on even par, honestly, for me. I liked I loved I, I loved the car stuff. Um 
Possibly because of the people flying in the air. I just thought that was great. Um, but people rolling down the stairs. And then when we get to the point where he gets to the top of the stairs and then something happens. and Oh, when he gets to go up. To, when he goes all the way. Like, I, I, I don't know what your theater experience was like. Both the first time I went, there was probably like a dozen people. Yes. The second time I went, there was like three or four dozen people. There were I went like a week and a half. No, I didn't go. Like I, I jumped in like two thirds of the way into the movie, or a third of the way into the movie, because another movie ended. But it was much more full. And when he yeah. falls down the stairs all the way, there's just so much. Yeah. Oh, oh no! Yeah. Like everyone, it's just so many audible. Oh, oh like because it's like it's watching so a well cartoon. Done. You know what I mean? You only see that kind of stuff in cartoons because real people don't want to be doing that, rolling down stairs like that. And it's just like, oh, he, like the whole thing. He has to go up the whole thing again, right. like, and he just. <laughs> Like like <laughs> at all like a whole fresh crop of bad guys all spawned and now they're all coming back now. But now he's got uh now he's got Donnie Yen coming up with him, so it'll it'll work out. Everyone gets their everyone gets their shining moments. Uh, Mister Nobody and the dog gets their moment on with right. that one guy. Um, yeah, but he kind of pieces out. Yeah, after that he's just like I'll well because he's not really involved in the final thing. He he was hired no. to be a hitman, and then John Wick saved his dog, and then he's like oh right. David, like I, I like dogs. John Wick likes dogs. Well, I guess we're good. <laughs> we're buddies now. <laughs> there's like a hitman code, or like just protect the dogs. That's another. It's part of right. the John Wick universe. Is there's always yeah. a couple of dogs running around, and they're always important. You're always worried about them too, because you know what can happen in this world. Yeah, but I think that yeah, you would have warned me of that. No, I, I would have told this. you. I told you beforehand. So. I was like, no dogs are no dogs uh, meet the end in this movie and die. Yeah, there's, yeah. There's but only one there dog were people movie. on fire, which is another issue that I have, <laughs> and I had to kind of turn away a little bit. That sequence was awesome. Fire. The overhead shot, that was, like that, felt ugh. like it was you were in a in a first person shooter game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I agree. I agree. I said looking that at everything from the top, and you're in. I I couldn't tell whether. They took the top off the building for our own point of view, or the, whether that was actually a mm. building that didn't have a top on it. I'm sure it was just so. a large, a very large set they built in a warehouse well, I know. or something. <laughs> I know, but what was the point of it? Or is the well, not was the point of it because the point of it was just so we could watch these guys go around. You know, yeah. The point of it is was- this movie is made by a bunch of stunt people who just like <laughs> let's make a movie. <laughs> like Chad Stahelski's the director. He was, I believe, yeah. John Wick's stunt double on Matrix. And oh, he's directed, wow. interesting. And he's directed four. Him and him and Keanu are the only two. I think they've been on this whole this whole franchise together. And Chad Stilsey's directed four movies, and they are the four John Wick films. So he's uh, he's stuck with interesting. He's stuck with the, the the other. There's other members of this group that have gone off to make other things, like David Leach and Derek Kolstad make other things. I think David Leach worked on a. Deadpool, maybe Colstead. Yeah, that wrote name for, actually sounds familiar. Yeah, I think Colstead is part of um, uh, the the ones who made Nobody with Bob Odenkirk. Mm-hmm. Um, that also yeah. makes more sense now. Well, yeah. I mean, these movies must take a bit because oh, did Leach make Bullet Train? I think David Leach made Bullet Train. Oh, love Bullet Train. I'm worried that my taste in movies is shifting a little bit. I know. Bullet Train was your, was your number one last year, wasn't it? And now you're coming Bullet, in like Bullet John Train Wick. was my number one. I don't I, How can that happen? What's happening? <laughs> what is happening? I'm in, an, I'm in an alternate universe. Now I'm in a John Wick universe. Um, 
Yeah, so what happens once we get to the top, once he finally gets to the top of the stairs for a second time, after he's been beaten the hell up, uh, has he been shot at this point? I'm not sure if he's been shot I mean, he's at this been point. Shot. I know he's been knifed. He's been shot in his jacket. I don't know if he's been shot. Well, yeah, in the jacket. But, yeah, the, um, no, the the conclusion the conclusions at the top. That's like the final duel with um with Bill Skarsgård's character and uh, sun's coming up. The guy, yeah, he gets there just in time with Donnie Yen's help. But now Donnie Yen is like it's again another friend of me, a friend from the past. But now they're on opposite right. sides. So Donnie Yen has to work for Bill Skarsgård, and they have to do the old school pistol duel. The 30 paces or whatever, and they take some yeah. shots upon one another, uh, and the, 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 I think they get two shots in, then the third shot goes, Donnie Yen hits John Wick hard enough where he's like, goes down, and then Bill Skarsgård's like, I want the coup de gras. I want to, I want to be the one to finish off John Wick. So he tags in, and Donnie Yen's like, all right, as long as my daughter's free, he's like, yeah, sure, whatever, your daughter's free. And so, <laughs> and so he goes in there, and then I, I think Ian McShane, who's, who's like bet on John Wick, he's like bet his hotel and like his life. I don't really exactly know how he, yep. his side bet's interesting, but, um, <laughs> He's like you, you idiot! He didn't take a shot yet, and then and then John Wick pulls out his third shot and it kills him right there. Kills Bill Skarsgård. Right yeah, there. right in the head. Solid. Yeah, so, and then the great Clancy Brown, who is the high tables. I don't know what is he like liaison uh, events yeah. coordinator, <laughs> senior <laughs> director of events coordination. <laughs> um, Clancy Brown's like, all right, Donnie Yen and John Wick, you're free to go now. And then he just walks away, and then like servants come you out, guys and, like are all shot up. <laughs> all right, everyone's good. We we good now. <laughs> the whole city's yeah. like burning down. <laughs> so that's Dead guys uh, I guess everywhere. that's the high tables problem. They they run everything, so they must clean up these uh these scraps. I guess. It's one of my. F- I, yeah. There's like little like comedy bits in here too, just because of the, some of the absurdism. But like when John Wick looks, uh, when Clancy Brown's explaining the rules, and then he's explaining that Ian McShane bet. Like I don't exactly know what his bet is, but he's like, "You have to reinstate my position and rebuild my castle if John Wick kills you, and if not, then I also die." I don't really know what his bet is, but uh, it, John Wick looks back over his shoulder, and he, Ian McShane just looks at him, just kind of like shrugs. He's like, "I don't know. I just, what else is my character gonna do?" <laughs> Yeah, who am I if I don't have my hotel? I mean, that's basically it. So, like Lawrence Fishburne's character, like he he was in the second one as like mm. you know all these characters underworld frenemy of John Wick, and now he right. is just like he has like a boat and he travels the sewers of all country all <laughs> countries, I guess, because that was his character. He's the he lives in the Bowery of New York, like in the in in the bowels. Of oh, the Bowery. okay. That's why he's Bowery King, Bowery New York, and uh, but I also guess- in France. I guess yeah, they've synonymous Bowery and the bowels of a city, and so he just lives yeah. in the sewer with. I don't know. I don't know, and I don't care because I love because I love. At seeing one point, there. I was just like, I was just like, John Wick, don't even come out of the sewer. Just stay down there, and you'll be fine because there's there's a gate up, and somebody has to let you in. So just stay. Why are you? What are you doing? But then but maybe the not, hitman will the come John down Wick there. Way. Yeah, I guess. I mean, he did have a pretty. He was at what, like forty million, at the end there. I think they got up to That's forty, and that was because of Mister Nobody. Mister Nobody was the it one was. bidding up. Uh, yeah, Mister Nobody's like, card. no, that's not no. And kept hanging up on the guy, <laughs> like, nope, nope, <laughs> nope. 
Um, yeah, so, I mean, at the end, we assume that John Wick is sitting there on the steps of Sakaku, and he's got a lot of bullet wounds in him. Some of them look pretty uh, mortal. And um, he just slumps over to the side. And mm-hmm. the next scene we see, he's there, um, Ian McShane character, and is it Lawrence Fishburne? Yeah, they're the two. Yeah. They're the two and, who have been with him the longest. So yeah, they're um, they're at a gravesite where his where John Wick's wife was buried, and now there's a memorial stone next to her loving husband. John Wick. <laughs> loving husband, yeah, loving husband. <laughs> so silly. Um, uh, that woman has even less lines than he does in the first. Like he, she has also no lines. Like this. Is <laughs> oh, she had no lines in this one. We saw at the end when he's dying that he's you know having a memory of her and kissing her and that's pretty much that's pretty much it who's taking care of the his he has a new dog right uh bowery king takes care of that dog oh okay that's yeah he gave him he gave it to him in one of the episodes i don't know (laughs) very worried about the dog situation um so yeah so that's the last scene that we see and we left the theater after as soon as the major credits started rolling so uh yeah so there's a post-credit scene there's a post-credit scene where the daughter of koji who was the one in charge of the osaka hotel has apparently tracked tracked down kane donnie yen's character because he's he killed the father so question mark sequel spinoff something you know um well there's already some there's already ballerina out there which is the john wick world right yes about so we'll talk about post Post John Wick now. One, I didn't think he was going to die in this. I really didn't. I thought they were making a fifth one back to back, and I guess that didn't happen. And I don't Mm. know. Apparently, uh, Keanu and and, uh, Stahelski are like questionable about coming back. Like, they're like, ah, we're kind of, they're in the like, we're kind of done right now. And if he came back, like, if you're done for now, Keanu's 58 <laughs> like <laughs> right like how, are we gonna get taken on us like or like a lot of aggressive cutting to make it look real like he's only gonna be able to be kung fu man for so much longer like this is yeah I don't Raiders of the Lost Ark I mean we're getting another Harrison okay, Ford okay okay so. Harrison Ford is not <laughs> Harrison Ford is not doing the same stuff John Wick has to do <laughs> I mean and, you're and, right yeah John, like John Wick still does like a lot of his own work like he did keanu reeves you mean what'd i say john wick (laughs) john wick does all of his own work (laughs) yeah sure keanu reeves has to like does like he he trained for this and matrix resurrections at the same time so he like he's historically done and the way chaz tahelski shoots too like he shoots specifically in long uncut sequences so that you can see the action and that's i think that's what draws a lot of people to this and that's you know, that's why it's made by a former stuntman, Keanu, who's like a movie star known for big block, but like he's not known for being an actor actor. He's in he's, right. he's in the Matrix, he's Bill and Ted, and he's John Wick. Those are what he's known for. So either dumb stoner guy or ass kickers. And so this is made this is just like a showcase for people who like to do stunts and big cool things to just show off and then Derek Colstead comes up and does a basic screenplay and like he's like all right stamp it send it off let's go so are you are you saying this isn't like murder mystery when you know it's adam uh no adam, what's his name adam no, sandler getting all his all. friends together and going to foreign lands i it's mean this is keanu reeves close. getting all his friends together and going to foreign lands 
because this takes effort and work. <laughs> it's literally like the amount you of work. You don't see any similarities, not one. The amount of work it took it. to do that one scene where John Wick spins around in the car for like 20 <laughs> seconds straight in the Arc to Triumph shooting guys. And you think it's going to cut to another thing. It's going to cut. And he just keeps, he spins around. He does like a, no like a 920. He, or like he goes around it so many times. <laughs> like the amount of work to choreograph that one shot was way more work than the murder mystery duology in its entirety. I'm like, just pointing out a similarity. Just, and just I, and I'm out. pointing out the glaring, most important difference <laughs> that, well, one is a tax write-off to make movies while you're on vacation, and one is a, a piece, is, is craftsman making something that's never been made to this scale. Like, I've never seen an action movie, like a kung fu action movie like this, as good as John Wick 4. Like, now I want to see, I know I'm, I mentioned Wes Anderson earlier, but I'm going to mention him one more time just because what I want to see now is his movie that takes place in the funicular going up while the John Wick movie is happening on the steps. Oh, uh, there's like a I short, he to- has like a short where it's just like, yeah, <laughs> where he's just going up right on it. the funicular. <laughs> it's a lock shot of the guy, he pulls a little lever and it goes up in like a cartoony paper mache <laughs> like <laughs> the music in the background i think it would be amazing <laughs> and then johnny Ann and john wick are murdering everybody in the, the right we're giving ideas for free now i mean you know copyright uh, what was it called ba- ballerina is that what you said uh oh the- yeah so ballerina is supposed to be the next one i think anna darmus is tied to it yeah, but um, my concern that's... is the director of Ballerina is the guy who made the uh, Resident Evil movies, uh, or like the uh, like the under or maybe not Resident Evil Underworld, the Underworld movies, the ones with um what's her the what's what's her name the British Kate Beckinsale. Oh, that's not good. No, it's not, and those are all. Just <laughs> watch mm. a trailer for one of those, and you're like, this is like. Oh, it's a, it's a step above Uwe Ball, but um, I uh, yeah, it's it's got John Wick and I think Ian McShane's supposed to be like cameos probably, so I'm skeptical mm. about that. And then they're also making um like a TV show, HBO Max show. What's it called? Um, like a spinoff. The Continental from the world of John Wick. So I guess oh about the Continental, which I you know I like based liked on the, the hotel. Yeah, well, the hotel is a big, that was the thing that busted the world open, because before the continent, the continental was like the first step into what if everyone's a hitman and everything, everything is hitman in this world. Because like I said, the first movie, John Wick is just, some thugs killed, like, yeah, drug lords killed my dog or whatever, so I go on revenge. Like, it was not anything more complicated than that, and then that worked, and then the second one, they're like, what if we make it bigger? And then that also worked, they're like. I guess we'll just keep going, and then they just kept working. Make it even bigger, like they and and I like this movie. These movies, all four of them, I think, are all high, at least high eighties on Rotten Tomatoes, with Metacritic and and IMDb following in the sevens, at least. Like these are Mm -hmm. all these are four well received movies by audiences and critics alike. They all made money. Everyone, I've don't like they just seem. Unstoppable. If you take out these long actions, these long, you know, with with small cuts action scenes, I don't, that's not going to work it. Like, because we've already discussed that's what this movie is. 
No, that's what I say. If I say if you went to Top Gun and took out the scenes where they flew the planes, then no one would want to see Top Gun. I'm like, well, yeah, right. So what I'm saying is that unless you bring on unless you bring people on board that have the capability of doing what these other directors, this other director has done for the John Wick franchise. Uh, it's gonna taint it big time. Yeah, I'm, and that's why Len Weissman, by the way, is the name of that director who did the uh, stupid mm. fucking underworld movies. Yeah, um, yeah. Like I'm, I'm gonna see those probably because I bought in, but I fully aware that this is probably the peak. This is probably yeah. This is the their Empire Strikes Back or Return of the King or whatever nerd franchise you love. This is pro- <laughs> enjoy enjoy four while it lasts because it's in all likelihood the pinnacle, and then it's only going to be watered down, not as good. Possibly yeah, unless they bring back franchise they bring ruining back crap. Keanu and stuff, you know, as, they could. just as it is now. Unless so. yeah, unless they literally make five and they just keep because like three. W- like the we've established the plots like barely need to matter they need to make just barely enough sense to hang action sequences on if they don't if if this team doesn't stop thinking of cool ways to kill people they can make this as long (laughs) as they want like that's what the like that's kind of what it is like cool ways to to fight things and i was gonna say cool it's not even cool ways to kill people it's just cool ways to fight you know yeah cool ways to fight like they they had new ones in this one and then yeah. Like this is this one was the freshest. This one felt like the most like they had to keep going and they kept going and that's why maybe I like this one the most because it literally is a building block on the others. Each one feels like a bigger strong. I think I've liked each one more as as the John Wicks mm. have gone on. They just keep getting stronger and I feel like if you don't come back with the same exact team, if you you see you, you shell your work out to the likes of Len Weissman and you make a TV series, a limited series, I mean. Oh great! Now what? This is gonna be another Marvel Star Wars. I was just gonna say we talked about how no one likes any of that. Yeah, how no one gives shit about how that. that, Yeah, you don't. I I would rather watch something really good every two years or every three years than just keep getting a bunch of stuff. I don't. I don't need content. Protect your neck. That's what we got to say. Protect your neck, John Wick. You got. You're cool right now. Don't don't be like every all the other films <laughs> things I just said that aren't cool anymore. They're all horrible and they're yeah, all yeah. But they're probably going to make money, and that's what it's that's that's what the bottom line is. Yeah, we we could stop right now, though. You could stop right here. <laughs> you could, or you can make John Wick Five, the one that everyone wants. It was a secret. We we we, do, we still there's still much we don't know anything really about the high table at all. There's still plenty of characters still alive. You do John Wick faked his death to live in peace, and then he had to come back one more time because they captured Donnie Yen and the Bowery King and Winston. All of them, they're all tied up to a a bomb, and they're like, "John, help us!" And then there's a room full of a thousand <laughs> people, and he he kills every single person, and he saves them. And then the person that's really in charge is Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, here you go. Like, he, oh no, he was he, he gotta, planned this out. He rebuilt him from yeah. the ground up so that he could take over for his own nefarious purposes. It writes itself. again. Another Morbius. idea. You're welcome, people. You can come back for one more, guys. <laughs> Mo, okay, do time. you recommend John Wick Chapter Four? Yeah, I do. Surprisingly, yeah. yes. <laughs> It's this probably is... not going to be my number one movie of the year like Bullet Train was, but... Would you have guessed Bullet was... Train was going to be your number one movie of the year you saw? Once I saw it, I did. Yeah, I was pretty I was pretty. <laughs> Once I saw that. it, I did. 
Well, I was just like, I already, I saw John Wick. I'm hoping that something else that I see this year is, I already know that something else I see this year is going to be my favorite movie. So, um, this is, you know, when I, when I went, when I was thinking about going to see Bola Train, I was just like, this looks fun. And then when I left, I was like, this is the best thing. This is the best thing. And nothing's going to touch it. So he I didn't get that feeling walking out of John Wick. 54% on Rotten Tomatoes, I think Bullet Train does. It's rotten. What's wrong with people? It's so good. <laughs> it's fucking rotten. This is just such a crime. It's <laughs> the dumbest <sighs> thing I've ever heard. What's wrong with people? Uh, I I recommend John Wick Chat 4 very highly. It's on. It's top in my list right now for, for the 20, 2023. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got a long way to go, and usually the second half is stronger than the first, but... Ah man, that was awesome! It was so good. I can't, I need to go see it again while I, can, I still can in theaters because I want to see a casino scene again. It's so good, the, 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 the poker hand scene. <laughs> I probably will not go see it again in theaters. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's not going to be quite worth it. But it, if you're if you're leaving another showtime and you know John Wick is playing down the hall and it's about halfway in, you're like, oh, I can I can go see oh, that. Oh no, scene that's right sleepy now. time for me. Well, if you have things to recommend, that's that's two recommends for John Wick 4. So if you have things to recommend to us, Films with the Women in My Life on Facebook, reach out to me on Instagram. I'm Brennan underscore pod host. And you can email the show, filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Thanks for being on John Wick Chapter 4, I'm okay. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, Yeah. It's literally his catchphrase. He says it in every, it's the last words in yeah. the third one where uh, Lawrence Fishburne's like, you ready to get to, to get to work, John? And he he looks yeah. at the camera and he goes, yeah, maybe. <laughs> That'll maybe be, that's not. what he says. That's what he said to the fifth one. Until <laughs> next time, this is Brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore Podhost, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole Telesio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies.